The Mesa Chamber of Commerce Inside Business Podcast brings you a unique view of Mesa through its vibrant business community and the subjects that are important. The podcast is produced in the Mesa Chamber of Commerce Media Studio, sponsored by the University of Phoenix. Our podcast is hosted by Mesa Chamber of Commerce CEO Sally Harrison. Please enjoy this episode of the Mesa Chamber Inside Business Podcast. I'm the president and CEO of the Mesa Chamber of Commerce. And today, in our podcast studio, we have the opportunity to visit with a candidate for Mesa City Council, Trista Guzman Glover. That's me. That's you. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I'm of excited course. to be here. Well, we are excited. Um, obviously, our board chose to endorse you for District 4 a few weeks ago, and um, I wanted to have you come in and, um, you know, introduce yourself to people. Absolutely. So tell us about yourself. Who is Trista? Trista. Trista is an Arizona native. I've lived here my whole life. Um, Mesa native for about seven years or so. Um, But I've lived in the East Valley most of my life and have loved living in the East Valley. I think this is the place to be, and I think Mesa is the place to be in the East Valley. uh, graduate from ASU two times, uh, bachelor's in political science, master in public administration, uh, you know, big uh, civic, civil servant. You know, that's kind of what I wanted to do with my life uh, mm-hmm. the whole time that I have been in my career. I worked for the state for almost 11 years Wow! Um, in two different governor's offices, uh, two nice. gubernatorial administrations, which was a lot of fun. So I gained a lot of experience there and, um, you know, who I am is somebody who has worked in those environments, uh, worked in a fast-paced environment, worked for people, have a heart for people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I am somebody that understands how government should work mm-hmm. and that it should work for the people that, that you know, where they live. It should work for them. That's good. And your mom? My mom from here. I Or I am a mom. Yes, Hold you on. are. Yes, I'm a mom. <laughs> Uh, my son had my, had him last year. He was kind of the big reason that I decided to run for office. I never actually saw myself running for office. And then I was like, no, I, I have ideas. I have thoughts about how Mesa can be and how it can be better. And I want Mesa to be a place that Fitz grows up and loves and wants to raise his family one day here. And so, you know, that was one of the reasons I chose to run. talk about the other reasons that you decided to run for city council. Absolutely. You know, there were a few reasons, uh, Fitz being the biggest one. Um, But, you know, I have heard from a lot of my neighbors that they don't feel like their concerns are heard at City Hall. Mm -hmm. Um, I have heard from, you know, public safety, that they don't feel like they're getting the adequate resources that they need. And I think that's a huge, huge issue. And I think it's hugely important to our community here in Mesa. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the biggest one, other than Fitz, is that people don't feel like their voice is being heard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think you sh- citizens, if they're wanting to participate in the process, which I think everybody should want to participate in the process, mm-hmm. They should be heard. They should have a voice at the table. They should be able to express themselves and what they think and be heard by their representatives. It's one thing to speak up to actually be heard. And that doesn't mean that if you bring something up, people are always going to vote with you or vote your way, but that you have a voice at the table, Mm -hmm. that you feel like you're heard. um, and, And that goes a long way with people. 
people, you know, even if it doesn't necessarily come down their way, just Mm -hmm. feeling like they had somebody listen to them and that they're heard. Um, You know, I heard that at the state level, you know, all people want is to be heard, you know, Um, they feel appreciated and feel valued that they bring up important topics. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, that goes a long way for people. Sure, sure. Well, and to be part of the process, right? And it's important to be part of the process. I'm a big proponent of being part of the process. Good. What do you see as the biggest challenge facing your district, District 4? I see, you know, as one of the biggest issues for Mesa, but also for District 4, it's kind of twofold. Um, You know, it is public safety. Mm -hmm. Um, I know... I know specifically of a couple of instances where individuals in the district, specifically in District 4, have reached out and had long uh, response times with police department. Um, They've reached out and they have had um, issues where they get a hold and they say, hey, this instance is happening. Specifically, someone I know has a uh, medical complex parking lot behind their home Mm -hmm. and they heard someone uh, beating a woman oh. in that parking lot and yes. called PD, saw it over their fence. Um, no one came and that woman got thrown in the car and the person drove off and they got a call from PD two days later that said, hey, sorry, we didn't have anybody to send out. Oh, and nice. that's not PD's fault if they don't have the resources that they need right. to be able to help. But when people go to call for those public safety instances, mm-hmm. they're you know, they're really hoping somebody's going to show so up. There's an expectation, right? Exactly. And I think that's a, a, a reasonable expectation. I think that's honestly, public safety is the most important function of local government. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then additionally, homelessness. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have a, a big chunk of light rail that comes through. And, and with that, occasionally comes transient people, homeless people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is a dis district that I think has homelessness has plagued a lot. I don't know that other districts have exactly the same um, issue with homelessness. And I think that, you know, a lot of times people think off of light rail, you know, public transit, that that's where any type of housing structures need to go. That's where we need to build all these. But I, I don't think it's fair to have them all in one district. I think it should be spread out. And I think the city needs to do something. It's only going to get worse with thoughts of a looming recession, with inflation getting as high as it is. You know, there are going to be more people do, who don't have homes. And we, as a as a city, working with other cities, working with the state, um, working with nonprofits like A New Leaf and Save the Family, Paz de Cristo, mm-hmm. um, you know, Human Services Campus in downtown Phoenix, we need to work all together to figure out how we're going to move forward. It's not a Mesa approach. It's not just Mesa making the decisions. It's a a regional, but I think it's a big issue for this district. Okay, so obviously homelessness is one of your priorities. Talk about kind of your your slate of priorities that you have for your district and um, how you would approach that. Uh, you know, I, I discussed public safety. That's a huge, uh, hugely important thing, not just police, um, but fire as mm-hmm. well. Sure. Um, you know, so I really think, again, that's a, a core function of local government mm-hmm. to have a, a fully funded and, and 
adequate staffing level and all the resources that they need. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, homelessness is an issue. But I think um, some of the other things that are really important to me are basically, uh, you know, being a business-friendly environment. Um, I think that there are um, always ways to be better, always ways to entice new businesses to come to Mesa. When businesses are looking for a place in Arizona, they should look at Mesa as where they want to go. You know, this is <laughs> this is the place. And I think, you know, I think a good government's responsibility is to make sure that we make it easy for businesses to come here. They're pumping more money into our economy, hopefully bringing higher paying jobs. Um, people shouldn't have to go to government to get a permission slip to start a business or to do their job. Sure. I just don't believe that government should be getting involved in that. So I think that is like another hugely important thing. Mm-hmm. And then just my last priority, I would say, in addition to everything else that's already been mentioned, is just being a voice for residents on council. Mm-hmm. Again, I've had a lot of people tell me they don't feel like their voice is heard or they bring things up and, uh, you know, that just gets pushed to the side. I had someone that was concerned about some type of development that was going in in their neighborhood and they were basically told by City Hall, well, just uh, accept it and deal with it because it's happening. And, you know, maybe it is happening, but that's not really the approach that you want when you're reaching out. Yeah, so I I want people to know that they can come to me with their concerns Mm -hmm. and that I'll listen and I'll do what I can to help. Right, very good. Um, let's talk about jobs. What what types of jobs does Mesa need? What do you, what do you think? Um, what's your plan for economic development? I think that uh, Mesa needs high paying jobs. You know, um, it, inflation has gone up. You know, it's uh, housing market's a little bit crazy right now. Uh, we need those high paying jobs and need people to be moving in, not just businesses, but also residents moving to Mesa and being able to actually live here and afford it. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I think we need high paying jobs. I think we need to continue to have, you know, um, contractors, contracting companies like Boeing. We need those Boeings. We need them to stay in Mesa. We need tech jobs. You know, I think anything in healthcare, you know, is important. We need to have a, a wide range of things available, but we need to make sure that along with it is coming high paying jobs because Arizona isn't as affordable as it used to be. And I, it's still really affordable comparable to, compared to, you know, California. But sure. um, I, I think it's important that we um, incentivize people to come to Mesa. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean in go- government incentivizing, but people should come here and see that this is the best place to live, to work, to recreate. Mm-hmm. You know, Mesa's great and they should want to move their business here, move their family here, do everything in Mesa. <laughs> I feel like the poster child for Mesa. I love that. <laughs> I, I would agree, though. I mean, Mesa is a great place, and, and being here now is just a good time to be here. It's such a good time. It's exciting. It's yeah. exciting. There's a lot going on. We've had a lot of development. There's still going to be more. Yes. Um, you know, I think even thinking of a looming recession, I still think we have set, us, set ourselves up for success. And I am, uh, you know, excited to see what Mesa continues to do. Well, talk about what is unique in your district, because obviously a downtown community is a little different than some of the outskirts of, you know, of our really large city. Talk about the unique aspect of District 4. It is. It is unique. We've got a downtown area. We've got, you know, 
what is seeming to be a more thriving downtown area than there has been in a while, which I think is exciting. You know, we've got the temple area, mm-hmm. all the money that the church just recently put in over there. Mm-hmm. Pioneer Park is over there. Some nice new parks have been developed in those areas. Um, you know, I think we've got a thriving arts, you know, district as well. Um, I think all of these things are uniquely district for, um, and I think every district kind of has that one little thing that's, you know, specific to them. Sure. Um, but I, I do think going back to, you know, not having a voice, I, I don't think people outside of those little pockets feel like they have much of a voice. They're like, oh, I'm not exactly by the temple. I'm not exactly in downtown. Making sure everybody feels comfortable and welcome yeah. in the district. All right. And that would be something that I'd want to work on. Again, these places are great, and we need to make sure that everybody feels connected to their community. Good. So, when you're elected, what do you see Mesa? How do you how do you see Mesa? Where is Mesa going in your first term? I see um, a better resourced public safety. I think it's important. You know, um, I I can't harp on it enough. I know I mention it a lot, but you know, we are growing, we have businesses coming. Um, We need to make sure that if they have an issue that they're getting responded to. We just have more people to moving to Arizona in general. And Mesa is a big city and there's people moving here. And if our public safety doesn't grow with that, it's an issue. You know, if our fire departments um, aren't growing with that, we don't have um, adequate response times. Um, we need to make sure that that's a priority. And that really would be my my top priority, making sure that, you know, public safety feels supported mm-hmm. by their council, by City Hall, mm-hmm. um, hugely important. Mm-hmm. And that would be my biggest priority, um, public safety. Um, you know, that, you know, meaning that it touches everything, right? Like, sure. You have a, a strong public safety. You have safer areas for businesses to go in to thrive, to not have to worry about being, you know, having things stolen, having there be thefts issues or sure. vandalism issues. And so I think it really is. And, and even that includes touching the homelessness issue. All of these things are inter- interconnected. Mm-hmm. I think a really big portion of that is making sure that we have enough police officers, that we have enough public sure. safety individuals, that we're not having people working hours and hours of overtime and and really making sure that they're adequately adequately um, resourced. It's important. Makes sense. Yeah. Anything else you want to mention? Anything else you want people to know? Uh, you know, just to reiterate that, you know, I am somebody who will listen to people's concerns. Mm-hmm. One of my One of my many jobs when I was at the state was director of constituent services. And I spent a lot of time every day talking to constituents. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times those are upset constituents. You're not usually reaching out unless you're upset about something. But I also did have an opportunity to talk to individuals outside of that environment and just hear their thoughts about what's going on. And I think we are a better community if people are getting involved and we're a better community if our elected officials are listening to us. So when I am elected to city council, I will be very happy to talk to anybody and, and be their voice if no one else is willing to do it. Well, very good. So how do people find out more about you? You have a website? The website, uh, Trista number four Mesa.com. Um, kind of a play on district four uh-huh. and four. Um, I have Twitter. I have Facebook. I have 
Instagram. My email address is Trista4, spelled out F-O-R, Lisa, at gmail.com. Happy to chat with anybody any way they'd like to chat. Great. Well, thanks for coming in. I'm sure we'll see more of you over the next few weeks and months. Absolutely. All right. Stop by anytime. Thank you, Sally. Thank you. This has been a Mesa Chamber of Commerce Inside Business Podcast. You can find all podcast episodes at iTunes, Spotify, or your own favorite podcast website. You can also find them online at mesachamber.org. Content of this podcast is copyright the Mesa Chamber of Commerce, unless otherwise noted.